Samuel chapter 4 verse 1. And the word of Samuel came to all Israel. Now Israel went out against the Philistines in battle and pitched beside Ebenezer, and the Philistines pitched in Aphek. Ebenezer is a town, and it means stone of help, and God is our rock, and he is our stone of help. So it's named after God. And the Philistines are in the other town called Aphek. 2. And the Philistines put themselves in array against Israel, meaning they went into fighting formation. And when the battle was spread, Israel was smitten before the Philistines, meaning that the Philistines won that battle and killed a bunch of Israelites. And they slew of the army in the field about 4,000 men. That's how many Israelites died. 3. And when the people were come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, Wherefore hath the Lord smitten us today before the Philistines? Let us fetch the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of Shiloh unto us, that he may come among us and save us out of the hand of the Philistines. They're kind of half right. They realize that in the past, whenever Moses had the ark of the covenant and he was fighting battles, and then when they had the ark with them, when Joshua fought, they would always win because God was on their side. But the part they don't understand is that Moses was a righteous leader before Israel. God honored his righteousness by allowing the Israelites to win their battles because Moses led the people into righteousness as well so that they were obeying the commands of the Lord and the same thing with Joshua. But right now, there isn't a righteous leader over Israel. Samuel is righteous but he isn't really leading Israel yet. Right now, Eli is in charge of Israel. He's the only judge because he's the high priest, but he's letting his son sin. Hophni and Phinehas are sinning greatly as priests of the Lord. Israel is not in good shape right now spiritually, and the people aren't following the Lord either. And there's a lot of sin going on right in the tabernacle because of Eli's sons. The part that they don't understand is God isn't with you when you're walking in sin, whether you have the ark or not. The Israelites did completely wipe out the Philistines, but up to this point, they still hadn't done it. When Samson was alive, he killed a lot of them, but there was still more left. Now the Philistines are winning and have just won another battle against Israel, but eventually they will be wiped out. 4. So the people sent to Shiloh, which is where the tabernacle was, and they brought from thence the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of Hosts. Hosts means armies and he's the Lord of angelic armies. These are the hosts in heaven who sitteth upon the cherubim, because he resided above the cherubim that were on the ark. That was where God was residing. Now that doesn't mean he wasn't also in heaven at the same time, because he was. God can be everywhere at once. So he was in heaven, his holy dwelling, but at the same time, he was on the ark. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. 5. And when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout, so that the earth rang. Even the earth vibrated from this huge noise. They all shouted at once when they saw the Ark, because they thought that God was going to go before them and they were going to win, just like in the past with Moses and Joshua. But what they don't realize is with the two evil men going with the ark, Hophni and Phinehas, they can't win. God won't win a battle for Hophni and Phinehas. 
6. And when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, What meaneth the noise of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews? And they knew that the ark of the Lord was come into the camp. 7. And the Philistines were afraid, for they said, God is come into the camp. And they said, Woe unto us, for there is not such a thing yesterday and the day before. They said, When we won the battle before, they didn't have the ark with them, but now they have the ark, so we're not going to win. The Philistines, even though they're pagans, they believe that the one true God is real because they've already seen many miracles from God. They know that he brought the Israelites out of Egypt. They know that he produced Samson who killed a bunch of them. 8. Woe unto us, who shall deliver us out of the hand of these mighty gods? They're polytheistic. They believe in multiple gods. They think that the Israelites have multiple gods, even though they really know it's only one, but they don't believe one god is possible. These are the gods that smote the Egyptians with all manner of plagues and in the wilderness. They know the whole story. In ancient times, the whole world knew the story of how the Israelites came out of Egypt. And today, in modern times, people deny it and pretend that it isn't true. But in ancient times, even the pagans didn't deny it. They knew it was true. We're more evil today than the pagans were back two and a half millennia ago, because even back then, they admitted the facts that God did bring the Israelites out of Egypt. But pagans today won't admit that. Secular people won't admit that today. 9. Be strong and quit yourselves like men, O ye Philistines, that ye be not servants unto the Hebrews as they have been to you. Quit yourselves like men and fight. What they're saying is, we'd rather die in battle than become slaves to the Hebrews. You need to fight to death because they know they're going to lose, but they're not going to be taken as prisoners of war and slaves. 10. And the Philistines fought and Israel was smitten, and they fled every man to his tent, and there was a very great slaughter, for there fell of Israel 30,000 footmen. Now 30,000 Israelites have died. The Philistines were willing to fight to die, so they continued to fight. But God was not on the Israelites' side, so instead of the Philistines fighting to death, they fought to victory, because God allowed it. 11. And the ark of God was taken, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas were slain. The Philistines killed Hophni and Phinehas on the same day, just as God had prophesied. And they stole the ark, because they knew that it had God with it. 12. And there ran a man of Benjamin out of the army, and came to Shiloh the same day with his clothes rent and with earth upon his head. That's a sign all throughout scripture of mourning. Whenever somebody tears their clothes and puts ashes or dust on their head, it means that they're very sad. 13. And when he came low, Eli sat upon his seat by the wayside watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. Eli isn't worried about his sons for two reasons. Number one, they're evil. And number two, God has already told Eli that he's going to kill them. Eli knows they're going to die at some point. He just doesn't know when. And he accepts God's will. He knows that Israel will be better off when his sons are dead because they're causing so much destruction in Israel. But it's the ark he's worried about because the ark has God with it and he doesn't want Israel to lose the ark. And when the man came into the city and told it, all the city cried out. 14. And when Eli heard the noise of the cry, he said, What meaneth the noise of this tumult? And the man made haste and came and told Eli, making haste as quickly. 15. Now Eli was ninety and eight years old, and his eyes were set that he could not see. So he was ninety-eight years old and blind. 
16. And the man said unto Eli, I am he that came out of the army, and I fled today out of the army. And he said, How went the matter, my son? This man has deserted, but with a purpose. He deserted to go tell everybody the news as a messenger. 17. And he that brought the tidings answered and said, Israel is fled before the Philistines, and there hath been also a great slaughter among the people. And thy two sons also, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God is taken. 18. And it came to pass, when he made mention of the ark of God, that he fell from off his seat backward by the side of the gate, and his neck broke, and he died, for he was an old man, and heavy, and he had judged Israel forty years. His bones were fragile, they would break easily, and he was very fat. When you're old, you gain weight. So when he fell backwards, his neck broke under the weight of his body, with his neck being so fragile, and he died. But notice he didn't fall backward until he heard that the ark was gone. When he heard that his sons were dead, that didn't affect him the same way. Because his sons dying was actually good for Israel, but the ark leaving was very bad for Israel and very devastating. 19. And his daughter-in-law, Phineas's wife, was with child near to be delivered. And when she heard the tidings that the ark of God was taken and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed herself and brought forth, for her pains came suddenly upon her. She was near labor, but when she heard the bad news that the ark was gone and that her whole family was dead, she immediately went into labor from the stress. Phineas is the second son of Eli. Hophni was the firstborn son, but apparently Hophni did not have a wife or a child at this time, so he died without children. But he had had sex with a bunch of Israelite women, but those were not legitimate relationships. But Phineas, the secondborn, had a wife and now his son is being born. This is another case in the Bible where the last becomes first. Remember in the curse of Eli's family, God said, I'm going to cut your family off, but later in the future, they'll come back. Well, they're going to come back through Phineas's line, the second son. The firstborn son's line is totally cut off. But Zadok the priest, who will come in King Solomon and King David's time, he will be a direct descendant of Phineas. 20. And about the time of her death, the woman that stood by her said unto her, Fear not, for thou hast brought forth a son. But she answered not, neither did she regard it. Phineas's wife died in childbirth, and she wasn't even happy when her son was born, because her father-in-law and her husband were dead and the ark was gone. So it was a devastating, tragic day for her, even though her son was born. In her own mind, she probably thought that her son had no future. 21. And she named the child Ichabod, saying, The glory is departed from Israel. Ichabod means the glory of God has departed. So don't name your child Ichabod. Because the ark of God was taken, and because of her father-in-law and her husband. 22. And she said, The glory is departed from Israel, for the ark of God is taken. The interesting thing is both Eli and Phineas's wife understand what really matters. What really matters is whether or not God is with us. We do need God with us. And did you know the name Emmanuel means God with us? And that is one of Jesus' names. And that concludes First Samuel chapter 4.